Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolly Talks and Arnold Reasons. We're back with episode 92. We're nearing 100. That is, that is exciting. For real. Very exciting. So this week in particular hmm. has been an interesting week for Mr. TT. Yes, that's Tolly Talks in case you didn't know. <laughs> in case you're new to the new to the podcast <laughs> what happened this week bro this week i underwent what is commonly known as a pdp which is a personal development plan so where i work every year you do this personal development plan you set objectives um, and on how you meet those objectives that's how you're rated on your year's performance Mm. Um, as many of you may know I started a new role this year it was a step up for me um, and so yeah it was it was a very very interesting process mm. so I think I've got some questions yes please around this and guys this is this is a vulnerable moment for me so please be gentle <laughs> with me Arnold doesn't have to be gentle but you guys need to <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah probably because because i guess with the whole pdp thing it's it's a time of reflection 100 a time of critical analysis right yeah um and a time to to really be open to receive the good the bad the and the opportunities <laughs> oh, oh the good the bad and the opportunity i like that i like that so so yeah i think how how did you feel coming into it so t i'm gonna be very honest with you right this isn't the first time in 11 years of working that i have ever engaged so hard with the pdp process <laughs> what do you mean Be by that? <laughs> because i have a new manager right my yeah. old manager operated quite differently in a more mm. fluid flexible way like we would talk about it but what you write down was not very important right because mm. you he's got your score the calibration so we have what's called calibration right so i have a team of 10 i go to the other head of departments who also have teams of 10 20 30 whatever and we have to debate and fight over who gets what score basically right and my old manager my old manager yeah the guy was just smooth no one could ever touch him in calibration he was just <laughs> and he knew it right so what was written down wasn't that important and he had all the evidence he did all that stuff you know he handled pdps and all that in that sense my new manager he is very much about process he is very much about i'm gonna have to go against other directors and my new manager is still a don don't get it twisted but he <laughs> operates differently he operates very differently he empowers us in his mind to do these things to write these things down and this year he showed me his pdp which doesn't normally happen and when you saw this figure i was impressed beyond impressiveness because mm. the way the, this the way this guy wrote about what he did the way he wrote about what i did and said he did it i said yeah. this is what i meant to be doing right? yeah, 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 i've yeah. never engaged so much with the pdp because my manager is yeah. different and so I learned a lot from this year's PDP. I learned a lot. So 
going into it, I've never, as I've never engaged with it, it was just a very new experience for me and a very good experience because I actually had to sit down and reflect mm. and really go deep onto what should I have done better. Mm. And this is something that was really interesting is my manager was like, look, I agree with like 90 plus percent of what you said, but the thing that you didn't do is call out what you did well. He said, you you nailed it on the self-awareness, the self-reflection in terms of here's where I need to improve. But he said, but you did, he said, there are some things you did very well, yeah. like very, very well. And I don't see any of that in there. And I'm like, for me, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm just like, this is what I need to do better. Like, yeah, yeah. You're being a believer, innit? Let another man praise of you. Speak praise. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And he, he actually said to me, he said, look, no one else is going to toot your trumpet. And I'm thinking, someone else needs to toot my trumpet because yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not biblical for me to toot my own trumpet, but okay. And, and I think <clears> this <throat> is the challenge, right? Because when I think about all of the times where I've done my end of year reviews and mm. I've made my cases, mm. bro, I make my case. And I don't know if it's the legal background, but I've, I think if anything, yeah. I've been collecting my evidence throughout the year yep. to prepare the justification for whatever yep. it is that I'm going to say. Yep. And, I, and, and I think it reminds me of, I can't remember where it is, somewhere in the first five books, but where it was Moses who wrote about himself as being the meekest. The man. most humble man. On, on all the faces in, in, in all the world yeah and and this is the thing that i was thinking is that i think sometimes we don't understand what humility is yeah right come on so talk about humility it. should have been me saying this went really well i delivered yeah. this much value i did this i did this i did this it's factual it's accurate. right that's that's not me saying nothing i'm the more, best nothing less it's nothing accurate. exactly it's accurate yeah. it's truthful yeah and it's humble because it says you like think not more think not more of yourself than you ought than you to ought. yeah so yeah there is a level i should think of myself and i should understand Absolutely. okay i did these things i met these objectives and i added these mm. value and i actually exceeded these objectives mm. right and me being humble means talking about those things in a factual way not in an arrogant yeah. way it's just factual yeah and that was a big a big lesson for me no for sure and i think that's where the, the evidence speaks for you right exactly it's so you important know, to have evidence when you just make reference to your deliverables and what was delivered in said period yeah it speaks for itself it speaks for itself because the person who's reviewing it knows the truth about what really did and didn't happen right they exactly. know that yeah, totally really did do his thing. He, on he, he actually like, handled that. He, like, he that's didn't good. make this up. This isn't a no. puff of smoke. He did. No. It was very good. Like, <laughs> like objectively, it was. So, like, for example, one of the things that he was talking about was we did this presentation um, mm. to all of our department. It was me, him, and the other heads of departments. And he said, we did very well. Like, he was mm. like, you guys did well. Like, and mm. people have come to us. They don't have to tell me anything. And they're like, it was really good. Like, mm. people I don't mm. know. And it's like I'm. I've just said, "Cool, thank you." Praise God, I'm. I'm done with it. But <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. it's important to actually think of some of these things, remember them, and use them to build for the future. And isn't um, that consistent with what he did in creation? After every single mm, day, it said, was, he it, said was it was good. good. Come it on, it was good. It Come was on, very good. Mm. Right. 
and I mm. think this is the other side of what we we miss out in some of these situations is that hmm. we by not saying the truth about the or by not describing the the facts about the thing or the achievement or what was executed and what was done we also we also downplay the glory that he deserves because Ooh. it's one thing yeah. to be arrogant right yeah and be like oh look at me i'm the mm. bad boy in town who did all mm. of these things no that's mm. that's that's like that's evil mm. <laughs> like that's simple mm. but it's another thing to know that he knows your inward heart he knows that even when you're speaking about these things you're not coming from an arrogant place you're coming from a place that recognizes that even my ability to do all of these things comes from him right mm. and so when you do make those statements about this is what i delivered this is what i did this is what happened it's it's an extension of giving glory to your maker mm. because when the iphone operates functionally and does very well right mm. who gets the glory mm. like whether the iphone shouts and says hey i'm apple like the glory goes back it's to its known. maker right mm. it's 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 whether it's said or not it didn't make itself hmm. definitely so yeah man but I think another question like I found it really interesting what you were saying about how your boss gave you the feedback about how you nailed the reflection the hmm. almost like the, the critical <laughs> side of seeing the opportunities and improvement areas and stuff like that. Mm. Like, I guess a question on that would be what has helped you to be able to analyze yourself in that sort of a way? Because sometimes, like, some of us don't see areas and opportunities for improvement for one reason or another. Mm. So I think, yeah, what has helped you to be able to think in that sort of a way I think in some ways I try and I try and read the reactions that I'm getting from people as well mm. um, and I try not to take it personally right so mm. for example I will watch my boss right and there are two people well three people who I work really closely with and my and my boss as well and I see how my boss responds to those people I see the questions yeah. he asks them, the questions he doesn't ask him, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I see the questions he asks me and the questions he doesn't ask me. Mm. And I see that there is a delta. I see that there is a gap. I think mm. I've also been very fortunate in having people also give me feedback as well. Mm. Um, and when, when people give you feedback, it's like, it's important to not take it as a personal thing, not to be defensive, to kind of take it on the chin and say, okay, what's the truth in what they're saying mm. so for me it's that mix of trying to be observant as to what what am i seeing what is happening what response am i getting from people am i getting a good mm. response am i getting a bad response mm. you know it's really important to reflect on that and not not to blame them mm. do you see what i mean because it's easy to say well i asked arnold this question and he just responded in this weird way like what's up with him <laughs> like can you not take questioning? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, like what? <laughs> you know? Or, or should I ask myself, well, how did my tone come across? 
what was I actually asking him? Did I ask him in a way that is easy to receive? Mm. You know, and I think that personal, you know, they talk about personal responsibility yeah. is really important. Like, it's not always, it's not going to be someone else's fault majority of the time. It's going to be on me. There's going to be something I could have done differently mm. to deliver or to impact the situation that maybe I didn't do. Mm. You know, so for me, I'm very much about personal responsibility. How do I be better? How do I get better? Because if I do all the things that I can do, firstly, God mm. takes care of the rest. And secondly, that takes care of a lot of things in mm. terms of relationship dynamics, in terms of stuff getting done. It does mm. come down to the inputs that we have. Mm. Did you listen to the the kid or the king? Mm. On us to us. It's the latest. Yeah. Okay. Once you listen to it, we'll talk a bit about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have a lot more influence over mm. our situations than we think. I hear that, man. I really do hear that. And I think it's such a... It's taking responsibility, right? Yeah. Taking ownership mm. rather than expecting it the change to come from somewhere else. Exactly. Because sometimes Some change does come from somewhere else. You can't rely on it, though. You can't. You, you can't, can't control rely on that. It. <coughs> right? Like You can't. And I don't want to be at the mercy of something I can't control. Mm-hmm. I don't. Podcast done. <laughs> <laughs> drop my expensive mic slash not not dropping my mic. Side note: so we were set up for podcasting yesterday, and my computer was here, and I was using the Shure mic for my calls today. Bruv, my yeah. boss was like, "What is this? What is this mic?" <laughs> He said, it sounds like you're in a studio. He said, and when we finished up, he said, I'm going to go buy a Shaw mic now. He was oh, like, man. the Shaw mic. I feel it, Link. Bro, <laughs> I should have done it. I should have done it. Yeah. The, the, you know what? This is good. This is good. The one who yeah. was evangelized to is now evangelizing. Is the That's how it's supposed bro, to be. I didn't even have to tell you. anyone anything. I just had to use it. <laughs> And that should be us with our faith. You don't well Come you do on, have to tell bro. people. But show people. Show Listen, people the, the goodness. Causes people to ask questions. Exactly. Like, talk about it, bro. Talk about it. Because you didn't have to make an announcement. I have a sure mic. I'm here with the expensive sure mic. I no. have invested in heavenly sounds. Like, like, you, didn't <laughs> need to do that. you didn't need to do no. that. It was just you that. Just, you did what you did. The yeah. fruit spoke for itself and it yeah. provoked someone on the outside to ask questions. Oh, bro, how our evangelism would become so much easier if we lived like that, bro. It was not. It wasn't actually easy to get on camera with this mic, because this thing is massive, bro. <laughs> it wasn't easy because it looks so yeah. different to what everyone else has. But you have to be willing yeah. to put yourself out there and show yeah. the goodness. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Don't put it under a basket. Nope. But yeah, side podcast. Back to the PDP <laughs> and the questions. I like your questions. Your questions are good. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. And I've got another question. Please. How would you say your PDP this year was different from the one that you did last year? Mm. It was under two different bosses, right? Two different bosses. Yeah. Yeah. So I think because my bosses are different levels, right? Mm. So we have this we have this thing called like top person minus X, right? So my current boss is our CEO, like group CEO minus, I think, three. 
Mm. And my previous boss was RCO minus five, I want to say. Mm. So there's quite a quite a big difference in terms of those two levels. And so the things that my new boss thinks about, the way that he thinks is is quite different. And the exposure that he's had to what we call the sun, right? Because it's the heat. (laughs) (laughs) He's had a lot more exposure to the heat. So when he asks you questions, yeah, bruv, he's trying to shield you from the heat because Mm. when you pass your work on up, it's getting burned like and it has to withstand the heat so i think it's just they have very different experiences and the the expectation was much higher in in this pdp um so i think i think that's the main difference their expectations were higher their ways of thinking are different they they want different things from you um so it was yeah it was a very very different very very different world um, but mm. this is where exposure is so important. It's so, mm. so important. Um, because it's meant that when I look at how I approach things at the beginning of this year, mm. and when I look at things, how I would approach them now, totally different. The questions mm. I would ask are totally different. And so that's been that's been the growth that I've been able to see in me. Mm. I hear that, bro. And I guess probably a good question to to maybe to round off with and help people thinking about their personal situations when it comes to when it comes to engaging with critical feedback or a process similar to the PDP process which is designed to help you grow. What are some things that you think somebody going into that can do to best prepare themselves and get the best and most out of that opportunity? I think being really honest with yourself is really important. Mm -hmm. So I think having almost like a conversation with yourself that says, you know, this is a good thing for me. This will help me to grow. This will help me to be better. You know, it's, it might be painful at first. It might be awkward, but this is going to be good for me. So I think kind of the mental preparation is a really important thing. And that leads the way to all the other things. It leads the way to you being open to being critical of yourself. It leads the way to you being open to getting feedback from other people, because that's also really important because we have blind spots. So I think it all starts with that mental openness and honesty and that mindset of this is going to be really good for me. Let me get the most out of it. Because whether you do it a little bit or you do it all the way, it's going to be painful. So you might as well get the most out of the pain and say like, okay, I'm going to go in on this and I'm going to understand everything and then things are going to be really good. Sounds like an Eric Thomas line, man. Yeah, bro. ET. You already in pain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from it. Use it. 100%. 100%. That's absolutely yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely him. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for listening to 
another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your feelings. Info at reasontobehold.com. Send us an email and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.